Welcome to the podcast episode 11, Easter special. And in this episode, we are going to go through client case studies. So thank you so much to everyone who sent those through. And we feel this is going to be, yeah, really interesting. And hopefully you find it helpful. We are fueled by hot cross buns and uh, croissants and copious coffee. And Andy has designed a very cool Easter egg hunt for the girls. Is it there? Oh, he's... <laughs> the, well, we did, we did try to podcast yesterday and then we had a power outage and our generator didn't work. Now, Andy has a power outage, but his generator works, but his internet yeah, is think, notorious. Uh, that's why he's frozen at the... Yeah, at least he's <laughs> looking happy if you're watching this. He's got a very the, smug face on. The, the YouTube, this is what YouTube will see for one minute. And his happy face. Well, I hope everyone is having... Oh, you're back! <laughs> We've been just telling everyone yeah. very nice things about you, Andy. Don't yeah, worry. there's a minute of you frozen uh, But with a, with a very nice screen. face. <laughs> yeah, I think the internet is uh, not the best. Okay, so I've just changed... Oh no. It's changing, changing over. Anyway. Well, I think we will, we will forge ahead and he will join us. So we are going to go through two case studies, maybe more today. And we are going to give our advice for training and nutrition. So we'll just give Andy a a minute or so let's see if he comes back on yeah i think he's switching his internet maybe from wi-fi to data uh, but, yeah yeah it's it's been interesting easter with power going yeah who, who does a power so. outage on easter weekend yeah kenya oh, yeah. <laughs> oh very special but it's been yes it's been a delicious easter weekend so many treats yeah, I, I I was able to take a small break from my usual diet and uh, enjoy some cronuts and mm. and croissants. Yeah. Cronuts, croissant, pain au chocolat, yeah, but, cross bun, yeah. ice cream. But I kept to my usual meals, like um, mm -hmm. nothing changed. Just added a few treats here and there. Excellent. Uh, yeah, exact. But yeah, um. I, I, what do I call it? Uh, mental health break. Mental health break. That's <laughs> the, what that's what Leon's calling his cronut uh, uh, feast. I've decided to be calling, uh, rather than use the word cheat meal. I'll, 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 no, cheat I'll, meal is the worst. Yeah, cheat meal. Yeah. 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 yeah, I like yeah. meal. I'll, 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 men, men, mental health break. <laughs> mental health. But I think it only counts when, um, I guess, you're competing with bodybuilding, where you're very... Like certain yeah. things when it comes to nutrition have to have to count, you know, your nutrient timing and the foods you eat. But for day to day gen pop, it's, it's nothing for you to really worry about. So yeah. it takes a lot of calories to put a pound of body fat. It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does it's, not happen overnight. It doesn't happen <laughs> after one, uh, one cookie. <laughs> No, you've got to be like Andy and eat at least 10 hot cross buns. <laughs> For 10 days. For 10 days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I probably could easily. Like, you know, I'm, I, I only buy a certain amount of packets when I'm in the UK. Yeah. The good thing about the UK is you get hot cross buns all year round. Yeah. 
because I know as soon as they're in the house, I'll eat them all. Now, the more I have in the house, I will keep going. And then suddenly realise I've gone through two, uh, two packets. That's quite funny. Um, I think about saying, just as I saying that. I had, um, I love cinnamon rolls as well. Now, they very rarely get them for this reason, because I do love them. They are terribly sugary and fatty and everything else. <laughs> and amazing at the same time. I was, I don't want a share of one. You know, you say, yeah, like four in a little tray from Sainsbury, yeah. uh, no, Tesco's or whatever the shop. Yeah, Tesco's. And I was like, I was eating them. And I was like, oh, yeah, I saved Cat one. I said to Cat, saved you, saved you one. And she went to eat it and it wasn't there. I can't remember eating it. I was eating it. I was like, I didn't like it either. Like, I couldn't do whatsoever with eating it. It's like you've had I, two. I thought she'd come in and taken it and eaten it. I was like, no, you must have taken it. She goes, I really didn't. I was like, yeah, like, <laughs> like you had two and counted it as one, and then... You slept, <laughs> walked, and ate it. Yeah, just down but yeah, the that's, I think that's that's probably me and donuts, and now with the Cultiva Cronuts, it's just buy them when I'm getting a little... I'm, I'm in my... Men, I, I need my mental health space, but... 100%. If we have them here... things I can't have in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I struggle that chocolate in the house. But if the girls are there and it's theirs, I won't steal it. Yeah. So I was like, can do that. But I couldn't have hot cross buns in my house. Because, one, the girls don't particularly like them. And I find that offensive because I love them. Um, so I'll eat them. And then the other one is cinnamon rolls. If, you know, I even struggle to go past. Like a cinnamon if you ever go to, like, you know, places like South Africa where they have cinnamon yeah. to buy or... I can't even walk past that place. You know, as soon as I smell them, I'm like, no. Mm, like, I'm turning, I'm going. Like, yeah, I can't stop myself. Yeah. So, yeah, things I just avoid. Yeah. Like, we just sprung. Because yeah. I, I remember with the, when starting with JP and Jan, he asked, what's the, like, the one thing like that'll just make this, you know, the meal plan work for you? And I say chocolate, so was kind enough to include it in my last uh, meal of the day. So. Did he include decent chocolate? Was it just really dark? No, he did yeah. really dark. He said nothing less than 70%. Yeah. And yeah. He, Which no. is okay, because the good thing about that, I love chocolate, and I even like dark chocolate, but you can't eat too much. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. 80%, you have one square, you're like, well, I do. That's, <laughs> that, I guess that's the problem with like... Um, the, I get it's milk chocolate, like the dairy, yeah, dairy milk. Yeah, yeah, I, I, so I sweet. easily finish the whole. So the dark I chocolate. Eat, I can eat a kilo without even thinking about it. <laughs> oh, I you know, get a big kilo bars of galaxy yeah. cafes. <laughs> I can finish one of those without a bit non mindfulness. Like if I was watching a film, yeah, I'd yeah. Oh no, I yeah. The, the dark chocolate is nice. You get your two, I guess thirty yeah. gram thirty gram bars, and once you're done, I used to have them with like raspberries and my protein you know, and to be good for you i'm not gonna say they're great for you but like we've got good fats cocoa solids high mm-hmm. cocoa mm-hmm. solids which are great fats yeah mm-hmm. it's relatively low in dark chocolate yeah compared to some of the milk chocolate so it's not you know yeah once one to two squares a day yeah, yeah in moderation away. dark chocolate's really good for you yeah mm-hmm. in moderation you had that here not like <laughs> yeah. yeah not bars yeah <laughs> okay yeah, i think bars. Let us get into the studies. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm I reading think, them from the screen, so if you're watching this and my face is in your face, yeah, I'm I think, sorry. I think the internet has stabilized, so we're good Stabilized. To go. Okay, case study one. Oh, no, this one. Okay. So, oh, come back. Okay. 
So our first lady is 40 years old. She is 1.72 meters, so that's 172 centimeters. Don't ask for me to give you that in feet, because I don't know. 65 kilos. So... <laughs> she, five or seven? Five, five, seven? Yeah, okay, okay. I, ca I can't do the conversion. Five, seven, five, seven. I can't do that. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm reading this from first from the first person perspective. Okay, I would say until about 2018, my training was inconsistent, mainly focused on cardio such as running and the occasional 12 week, three days a week outdoor boot camp program, which at least added variation in exercises. I was definitely focused on maintenance of weight, some weight loss and a bit of fitness for health reasons. I joined a private gym in July 2018 and the classes were in a small group setup focused on strength, sort of weights, medicine balls, ropes, etc., abs and some cardio. I absolutely love the gym, the challenges that weights and a variety of weighted exercises add to your fitness routine and I like to see how one grows stronger and can do more. I go to the gym four times a week in the morning for one hour. I've always had a fairly balanced life lifestyle in terms of what I eat. I don't diet, but I try to eat healthy, incorporating all food groups and sensible portion sizes into my diet. I don't just cook for myself, so restriction on food groups or very specific menu plans are tricky to follow through. I try to drink a lot of water and limit tea and coffee. I do drink wine, but I try to be sensible about the amount of wine and the days on which I have wine i.e. not every day of the week. I love it already. I think in terms of the goals I have, I still struggle with toning, especially midsection, hips, glutes. And although I am not fat, I feel conscious that I could be more firm, but also stronger. I do not have a weight goal. I guess in terms of gym, I would love to be able to do a proper pull-up and have strong ab muscles that I have worked hard for. Right. Well, I I love the the kind of evolution of you know from cardio to to kind of boot camp to yeah. to the gym, and it's amazing that you love the gym. That is always a plus where it's not sort of you know a hardship for you to go. And I think four times a yeah. week is great, and mm -hmm. the whole you know, the approach to nutrition sounds very sustainable and healthy. You know, you can still have wine, but in moderation. Um, so, I mean, what I would say is you've been doing kind of group classes. You might want to think about following a, you know, a strength and hypertrophy muscle building program specifically for you because you want yeah, to work. Want yeah. You want to work on your strength. You know, you want to tone, build yeah. glutes, you know. And so for that, um, or I actually just recently did a IGTV on group fitness classes. Like you'll get somewhere, but then you'll kind of plateau. It has to be a bit more specific and tailored for you where you apply the principle of progressive overload, which is what you need for strength and to build muscle and um, i think i think with group classes they're a great way to get cardio in mm -hmm. yeah but the hypertrophy that you know, she uses the word toned but what we really mean is she wants to build some muscle she wants to see her abs 
so she needs to lose body fat. So it's a recomposition, you know, lots of body fat, increasing muscle. You're not going to get her from group classes. Um, you are very unlikely to get her from group classes, you know, especially if you've been doing them for a while and it's not happened for you. You need to change your strategy a little bit. But, you know, interesting. I did like what she said about trying to have a balanced being having your glass of wine because that's a correct way of doing it, you know, enjoy what you're doing. I would be interested though to have her, if you know, my client, I would say track track a week, let's see what you're naturally eating because you may surprise yourselves. You know, what you think is balanced is actually you put a bit more sauce on than you think. It's not until you're more, we're talking about, I'm a stylist podcast, mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy to, to eat unmindfully and, you know, consume way more than you thought you had. And that happens a lot when you think you're eating a nice balanced meal and you're focused on having just that one glass of wine and being sensible with your wine or something. You forget you just put that tomato ketchup or you've had some mayo on the side or something you may not think about. A lot of people don't even realise sometimes you get pre-packed salads from restaurants or whatever covered in, you know, oil and vinegar or, you know, some sort of dressing. But you haven't even thought and considered the calories involved in that. So it doesn't have to be or I ate, like, you know, a pie or, uh, you know, a donut. You know, very easily, through lack of mindfulness, it's a small thing to add up over a longer period of time. Yeah. yeah. And, sorry. No, no, no. I was going to say, so I, you know, you don't have to use my fitness pal and count and track and weigh all your food. But like Andy said, you know, for one week, you could you could use my fitness pal just for one week or you could just keep yeah. a food diary and just you know lock down the times you eat every you know the times you eat everything you eat everything and it's very interesting you know and if you want to build muscle you've got to make sure you're getting in enough protein and i would say the majority of people aren't so it's you know it's eating consistently and you can even just start with the three balanced meals consistent meals and two snacks but each of those main meals you want to be getting in a very decent amount of protein um that's a nail on the head i think everyone who is just trying to eat balanced meals and have a very intuitive approach underdoes protein Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but to realize and especially women yep yeah women don't realize that you know everyone needs you know, probably, what's it, you know, I, I always say at least a gram per pound of body, you know, body weight. At least the protein source is a good average to go with. Yeah. yeah. So one pound per gram, uh, per pound, one gram per pound of body weight should be your, your daily protein intake. So, you know, that means if you are 100 pound, you should grams. be having a, at least 100 grams of protein a day. So, you know, that's a good rough thing. But until you actually look at what you're consuming, it's hard to understand what that actually is. Yeah. And I'm all for balance and doing things naturally. After, once you realise what, uh, you know, what your protein intake should look like. Yeah. I often start people, especially women, you know, if, if uh, if you're doing that sort of one gram per pound you know sometimes it gets up to 140 150 i'll often just say you know start you know and they'll eat they'll be eating under 100 i'm like start consistently with you know trying to hit 110 120 uh, grams of protein and just you know and also learn how to 
you spread that out throughout the day. Um, you know, yeah. so breakfast, I find a lot of people, that's where they struggle to get in protein, you know, especially if you're sort of more of a sweet tooth. Um, and, but there are so many ideas out there, you know, you can have protein oats. Um, yeah. I think the problem is a lot of people skip breakfast. That's well, that's like true best. as well. Yeah. And, and then when you end up trying to have to get in your protein intake into just a couple of meals and... Yeah, the that's issue hard. there is, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, when I say you know, a pound per gram, I always say that's of your ideal body weight, your goal body weight. So if you're mm-hmm. trying to lose weight, do that based on your what your weight will be in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Not like a ridiculous goal, yeah. but like step back a little bit. So, and same with your, your bulking, you're saying, like, what's my goal for you know, four weeks, eight weeks? Let's base my protein on that. And then go for that. Because yeah. then you're, you're eating for a goal. Um, but yeah, generally, I think you know, don't skip breakfast. And, you know, if you're, you're right, people have things like toast for breakfast, maybe one egg, but actually, that's not a great lot of protein. That's there, like maybe know. seven grams, eight, maybe ten, maybe ten. Yeah, and yeah. so go, for, you know, if you go for I, I mean, I try and go for 30, 40 grams of protein per meal, sorry, but I, I, I eat quite a lot of protein. So, you know, at least go for 20 grams in every single meal and then you're not going to be, you know, left with a huge chunk of protein to eat at your dinner. So try and spread it out. You know, if you're using your hand for portion size, you know, it's the palm, a palm size serving of protein. Big palms. Big palms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so if you're eating eggs, don't go for one egg. You know, go for three, you know, go for three whole eggs and then some egg whites. You know, and then you'll yeah. be, you'll be, you can make a really nice omelette with veggies. Say, yeah, yeah. Egg whites, egg whites mm. aren't particularly filling. Whole eggs can be a bit filling. Mm. So yeah, if you are, you know, maybe yeah, one or two whole eggs and a lot more egg white, you know, and then you won't fill, fill up and block that. You know, not everyone it does well with eggs or, you know, mm. things like one of my favorite things is something like a homemade eggs Benedict type thing with a mm. egg, salmon, little bit of ham oh. and just skip a sauce yeah. you know yeah. I mean, that, that sort of thing yeah. will pop up your protein quite quite nicely right? yeah or bagel. I mean my, my favourite breakfast is just oats with protein powder and delicious yeah. peanut butter yeah, any nut Pea, butter piece of fruit berries yeah so yeah. quick you know there's I mean, when people say oh, I don't have time like it literally takes five minutes not even well to yeah. be fair I eat my breakfast is normally chicken and rice or beef and rice. And it can be. You know, it doesn't have it to can be. Yeah. I don't think you need to focus on breakfast food. I always have this conversation. Yeah. Kat, Kat's yeah. like the opposite. She, she wants breakfast food for breakfast. I'm like, I'll eat anything for breakfast yeah, food. I, I eat both yeah. what you guys eat. So yeah, you do My both. first one is whey and oats or seeds. And then pre-workout is pretty much rice and chicken. And Yeah. Peas or spinach. Yeah. <laughs> so just just focus on that for every meal. And then snacks, I also say try and keep high protein. Um, because A, to help you hit your protein goal. B, because they do keep you fuller for longer. Um, so you can, you know, you can have beef jerky, biltong, your rice cakes with nut butter. <laughs> Greek yogurt is a great one. Cottage cheese. Be fair, oats again. Oats, a small, you know, mm-hmm. oats and protein is actually... A great snack or rice pudding in protein. If you go yeah. like if you're in the UK or somewhere yeah. where you can get like the low 
the low-fat rice puddings, like the yeah. Tesco's or Sainsbury's, they were great. They were actually quite good on their macros. The protein's relatively high in those. Yeah. And fat quite low. And then you then put mix it in with some protein powder. It's delicious. Yeah. And yeah, same with oats. I love oats with protein powder. I think you know, make a porridge, protein porridge. I could have that at any point of the day if I needed mm-hmm. to top up with some carbs and protein. I would. I know, whenever I, I post on my stories, I'm like, what shall I have to finish my protein and carbs? And he's like, protein oats. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Never fails. You get it down easy. Yeah. Huh? I mean, you don't have to have protein powder, but it is so convenient and versatile. And, you yeah. know, if you, if you, I find a lot of clients just like, oh, it's so much meat. Um... Or, or just volume of whatever protein source that you know then you 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 could think about getting a good quality protein powder because if you go okay it's quite expensive initially you know at the start but you know if you do it per compared it to actual what am i trying to say like gram of protein it is probably cheaper than a lot of meat um i was gonna say i i like to use and, and same with kids actually it's a bit like a lot of people have low protein intake compared to what we should do for their growing bodies. You know, kids will often grab some toast, stick it in a toaster, have just toast as a snack. I try to then top up Kaya's diet with some whey isolate, mm. make it into sort of, you know, milkshake type thing so she enjoys it, maybe put some fruits in. That's, you know, to make sure she's getting, although this is away from a case study, yeah, just to make sure, and anyone can do this, you know, whey isolate doesn't have anything but whey protein in, you mix that in with some fruit, stick it in a blender with a bit of water or a bit of skim milk or milk, and you will have a delicious drink, which will then top up your protein by 20 to 30 yeah. grams of protein. Easy. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. I guess it all takes time. I would even suggest keeping that diary for longer than even a week and just, yeah. you know, identify foods you eat a lot and you enjoy. Uh because uh, she said they eat as a family, so yeah. I'm guessing you Which can. Which is nice. I think that's great. Yeah, you can identify foods that are always in the house and sort of even come up with um, like a, you know how a lot of families have, you know, Monday it's chapati and this Tuesday, and actually that might help come up with a diary and even a family sort of structure for eating. Yeah, I like that they are actually because I think you can actually plan your week quite nicely, making sure the family yeah. meal's got a decent amount of protein for everyone. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and my mum was always the same, I'm, you know, yeah. different, but like, you know, um, we would have set things on set days. Yes. You know, that is what we have every mm-hmm. Monday, this is what we have every Tuesday, for your main meals, it, you yeah. know. And it's a great way of knowing, like, you know, it's Easter Sunday today, so I'm, after this call, I'm going to give Easter a cup, but then I'm going to cook a cook a Easter dinner, yeah. Yeah. Cook some chicken and potatoes and you know, vegetables for the girls, myself, and then that's quite a nice balance. Do anything you know, make sure and when you cut the chicken off just make sure you're eating enough. Yeah. And I'll have probably hundred and fifty grams of chicken. Yeah. My meal. Mm-hmm. Girls are, you know, each have for you know, a lot less. Yeah. Yeah, because I think if you're if you're doing if you're tracking with a wing scale or portion control, I guess once you know the food is there with the family, it's easy for you to sort of know you're having a palm of this, uh, a thumb yeah. of whatever, mm-hmm. and 
it just becomes once less. Weighed, once you've weighed a meal once, it's easy to. I can pretty good yeah. eyeballing things now and know. I know roughly how much that is. You know, uh, and then you know, if I cut up the scale, I'll be oh, it'll probably match what I think it is. Like things like potatoes and stuff, roast potatoes. I'll be able to work out. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna have 100 grams of those, 150 grams of chicken, load of vegetables. I'm, I'm, I'm weighed. Yeah. You know, and I'll know that's a decent meal. You know, girls want Yorkshire pudding, so I make those. But generally, mm-hmm. once you weigh a meal once, as a, yeah, or twice, you get an idea of what your portion should be. Yeah. You know, you then every meal you just sort of keep. Every time you have that meal, you keep to it. You know, that's you know, what I need to do to be at maintenance or deficit or surplus or whatever. You keep to that for that set period of time. Yeah. yeah, and I think, you know, if you are if you are the one cooking and making family dinners, you know, then it's, you know, it could be quite easy for you to pack the leftovers for lunch the next day for work. Yeah. You know, if you are working in an office, you know, I always think planning and preparing is key. Um, and in a way, office life does lend itself well, you know, to having quite, you know, consistent meals because you just pack, make sure you pack a very, you know, a balanced meal in the morning or the night before after dinner put it in the fridge ready to go the next day and then there's no excuses you're not stuck at work feeling hungry and then maybe making you know a poorer a poorer choice so and the other thing i would add to that is use meal times as exercise times as well in the fact that once you've eaten go get 10 minutes of steps mm-hmm. 15 minutes go for a walk help digest your food it's really nice to have a you know, a family meal and maybe go for a walk as a family. I mean that's a lovely thing to do. You know, I've done it at things like Christmases and stuff, where you might go take the dogs out after Christmas lunch and dinner. You know, um, and I know people who do that as a family, you know, and that's quite a good way. If you do that every meal, so breakfast, eat your breakfast, you go fifteen minutes of walking and then lunch, you know, don't sit and eat lunch at your desk, or if you do, get up and then go for a walk. You know, often it might be nice to get out of the office, go for a seven and a half minute walk somewhere. Let's walk seven and a half minutes back. You've done 50 minutes of steps, you've eaten some food, yeah. away from the desk. Yeah. Before you know it, you, you've, done, you know, you've done a load of steps in a day. Yeah. I think that's fabulous. So with, with the nutrition, you don't need to do anything complicated. You know, your family can still eat what you normally eat, but just really work on the consistency. You know, a lot of people think that's just so simple, but they don't have it. Yeah. They're skipping <laughs> meals or, or, or just, it's all over the place. So really focus on getting in those th- like three main balanced meals. And then if you want to, one or two sort of high protein snacks um, and really focus on, on that protein, you know, especially if you want to build some muscle. Um, so I think for the training, like we said, um, if you can either invest in a personal trainer or get a, a program written for you, you've got four days a week. I would probably do two lower, two upper for that. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Split it up a lower. Yeah. Yeah. Rest up a lower. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, again, keep, keep it simple. But, but, you know, if you want to do a pull up. That needs to be programmed in there, you know. Um, first week, first session, mm-hmm. up on. Mm-hmm. And first, first exercise, try and do body, oh, well, assisted pull-ups. Yeah. Go to the gym with an assisted thing or use a band. Um, 
you know, because you're better off. That's a good warm-up exercise anyway for the rest of your, your training because mm-hmm. it hits the most muscles yeah. in like a, a back thing. So I would probably do that as my first exercise on my first session of the week when I'm most rested. And then from there, you know, use it as a you know, couple of couple of you know sets of slowly bring down the level of the assistance until you can actually do one unassisted pull up and then do the rest assisted or then change that balance. So you start doing more unassisted to assisted. Yeah, and uh, I guess you can uh, put that training into strength and hypertrophy phases in mm-hmm. um Focusing more, I'd say, on the compound lifts, if, if you can, you know, the basics. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, squat, hinge, pull, push. What's the other ones? Carry. Carry. And then yeah. add in your accessories. And um, I would also say maybe cut down a bit on the boot camp stuff and focus on the strength and hypertrophy first. And then as you go along, depending on how you recover and... The steps you're making and uh, um, you know the progress you're making then slowly you can add back you know if you like a certain class and you enjoy it and it makes you feel like you want to go to the gym throw it back in see how you recover from that and then slowly just make yeah, it part that's of what I was going to say you use that class as your cardio mm-hmm. yeah. have it on top of yeah. what you're doing one class a week maybe or yeah. a couple of classes if you're recovering okay you know um, and then because you know the reality is there's no such thing as toning as we always discussed, it's building muscle. Mm-hmm. Build muscle, you need to be progressively overloading, you know, you need that, you know, mechanical failure, tension, all the all the stuff we've talked about previously. You then, yeah, you just don't get those in group sessions. Yeah. You, you'll feel earned, and it's kind of almost a pump thing in some of these circuit classes, yeah. but actually it's a cardio session. Yeah. yeah. You will lose and people will tone up because they lose body fat, but they never quite have yeah, yeah. physique they want yeah. because they won't have a muscle definition you know you, you want to say glutes you have to grow those mm-hmm. you want you know some shoulders you're gonna to have to grow the muscle so um yeah use group classes as cardio and then you adjust your calories accordingly those days yeah because the thing is too many people just want to jump into a deficit yeah and they nail themselves with this def- really huge deficit and they run themselves into the ground, the wheels fall off, and they end up binging or everything else. When in fact, you're better off slight deficit or maintenance. I would always start everyone with maintenance, try and recomp. And then often put calories up for a lot of women. You better increase the gym session, like the actual intensity of a gym session. When you're doing progressive overload, that is a lot more intense than the group session. Yeah. And then I would add the group sessions back in as cardio. So we, have, we can increase calories a little bit more. Yeah, because she's done the group sessions for way too long. So I feel like it's like clear said, yeah. by now she's probably at a plateau. Like if you use yeah. two kilo dumbbells or doing whatever, the same movement for months and months, yeah. eventually your body, I guess, gets adapted to that stimulus you're trying to give it. So um, for sure, if she, if she started doing the strength, stuff or hypertrophy training you'll get stronger and you'll just start feeling better you'll see your body changing you'll see change for sure yeah and this is a this is a thing that people don't realize you build more muscle you naturally will burn a Mm -hmm. lot more calories just living 
go and yes, sleep yes, at night, yes. you'll burn more calories than you did before you had that muscle. Yeah. So therefore, your calories get to go up, and you get to have actually better food, yeah. like as in more <laughs> calorie dense food. You know, you get to enjoy things with value because, you know, if you if you get your body as, as a woman eating, you know, at a maintenance of two and a half thousand calories, that's a lot of food in a day for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a lot of people uh, are used to having a thousand calories of food. But once you build a bit of muscle and you've got the exercise to to use that, you know, those calories. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, you get to you get to have a better life around yeah. food. You get to appreciate food and get a better relationship with food. Because I think I think people and I guess it's also a social media thing, people eat so little and sometimes it could even be a goal to just, you know, eat more food and enjoy. It it could be yeah. one of your main goals and yeah, who's Who's to say you can't do that? So, only thing is you have to build a bit more muscle for you to. <laughs> yeah. So, and I just think you know, it would be if if you can get an in-person personal trainer to start with. Yeah. Because the movements will be, I think, they'll be very different to groups group classes. So I would start with a personal trainer and someone who can help push you because I know working with a lot of women they're scared to push it push themselves with heavy weights because they're so used to light weights in the group classes i mean relatively light weights anyway yeah it's it's all relative so get work with someone to push you because you do need to push the weight you know to to build the muscle and it's it's a long process um so you've got to you've got to be in it for the long run and i think definitely with with this goal is to work it uh, maintenance calories, you know, just yeah, um, certainly for sure. Yeah. And Especially then initially, see see how your body responds. Yeah. Actually, I heard the best advice today. I was listening to a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. And the advice was, what would you do? The question was, what would you do if you're a new beta uh, progressive overweight training and you wanted to maximise the benefits? And the advice given was, find a training partner who's further along in the journey than you, who knows how to train properly, and train with them. Because yeah. they will, like, if you find a woman who's a physique you admire, and she's willing to train with you, I would latch onto that person, because, yes, you may not, your body may not respond as that identical, but if they already know how to train, they'll be able to push you to that point where you need to be. Yeah. And it's hard. People are so scared of weight. Mm-hmm. reaching failure mm-hmm. there are people who never don't even know what failure is I, I've had people you know I've trained but I was a bit scared to go any higher yeah but don't be just keep your form correct and if you need to ditch your weight ditch your weight but get used to that that's what you have to learn to do yeah and be able to push yourself to when you want to quit that's sort of shouting in your ear to push those extra two reps you know yeah because at the end of the day you also I guess learn you have to learn what intensity is. So exactly. it's not like we're saying go into the gym day one and, you know, just train intensely. So, yeah, look for someone who push you. Like, clear, clear makes me do split squats. It's not, people, people think the gym is about coming in and getting a sweat and being mm. tired or feeling a burn. It's not that. That's part. That can be part of it. But there's more... You know, there's more to progressive overload, lifting than, you know, feeling the pump or feeling the burn. Yeah. It's about taking your body somewhere it hasn't been before every single session. 
and that's relative as Kira was saying you know, if you started off you can start off with 2k jump that's relatively heavy for you yeah cracking i love that because that means you can progress so much more if you go into a gym and you're already really strong it's harder to progress because you're already on these big weights the increments are massive and you know you get a lot less out of it but to build your strength from the ground up is key and you know it's actually super i you know i've heard this from many women the empowerment of becoming stronger Huge. And knowing, you know, knowing that you're stronger as a person, you know, you are not getting bulky. Like, all these, all these <laughs> women think they're going to touch a weight and become Wally Coleman. I wish. Or, you know, <laughs> Iris Kyle, even, you know. You're not going to look like a dude. You're not going to have, you know, it will be Iris Kyle, Kyle muscle. It's just, you know, to you to do that, you've got to eat a hell of a lot. And probably do a bit of anabolics, right? So don't look at yeah. female bodybuilders and think that's just a lifting weight. Yeah, that's not the same. Female bodybuilders, like at the top end, like you know, women's physique and women's bodybuilding is extreme. Very. Mm-hmm. We need to, you know, have a look at women's bikini and figure and wellness, and then you'll see actually very feminine looks, you know. Big, I'm very feminine still. Wellness, bigger legs, bigger glutes, good quads, small upper body, in your very balance. You know, have a look at those and you'll realise you're very feminine. And those women are lifting some serious weight sometimes. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So, yeah, I think to, to round that all up, it, it can be hard. It can be hard leaving the group group sort of training mindset. But I think if you want to achieve the goals that you've said, you you are ready. You are ready for a specific program with progressive overload. You know, and as we suggested, two lower sessions a week, two upper body sessions a week, and yeah, start start logging your food um, on your phone wherever. If you want to use my fitness pal loosely, you can. You might want to just start. You know, maybe just weighing your protein to make sure that you're getting in enough. You can go and find your predicted maintenance calories online. Um, TDEE. You know, just to get a vague idea of what someone your age, height, sex, etc. should be eating. And then if you are loosely tracking, you can see where you are. I, I would say, just judging by the information you've given us, you probably do eat at maintenance. So it could be now just to work on consistency and making sure you're getting in enough protein. Yeah. And you'll find that with the training to accompany that, you will see the desired changes. Yeah. And I would stick with that strength and hypertrophy for quite a long time. I would, I would go for six months there, see how your body composition changes. And then if you want to, you know, maybe go into a slight deficit to get a bit more ab definition, you know, then then go into it. But I wouldn't go into that first. I will concentrate on building your strength and some muscle. Yeah, and build your ab muscles. Do, yes, do yeah, build them. Sessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, you, know, you can lose weight and your, your abs won't be so prominent because mm-hmm. you never exercise them. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a muscle like any muscle. Great. Well, gents, anything else to add there? Or should we go to our... Oh, no, I think the key thing you do not do there that people forget is consistency. Yeah. Yeah. And um, when people are busy and you're a parent and you've got a job, it's really easy to lose consistency over a small thing. Like your kid's got a 
you know, a club after school thing you've got to drive them to or, you know, a party and you end up missing a meal or you end up picking at something, grazing. You know, so as a parent, you've got to be a bit more mindful, especially as a working parent, you've got to be mindful of what you're consuming and when because, you know, your, your time's finite and, you know, it's easy to slip into inconsistency. Yeah. Great. Okay. Next case study. Well, I think we will only have time for two, as usual. <laughs> we talk a lot. Well, it's a, it's a series, so at least now we know yeah. we can be doing two case studies. Yeah, yeah. no, I know. I, I love this because it just applies. Set. There's always something in there that applies to everyone or yeah. you can relate to. Oh, yeah. Alrighty. Okay, N- next lady. Gents, where are you at? <laughs> well let's see maybe when you see how cool this is you'll send in yours all right next lady is 45 years old she's five foot one short people yes and her last way in which was in well february is that 27th or february 17th this year was uh, let's just round that up to 65 kilos uh she works a desk job so pre-COVID, she did cardio and weights at home, averaging three to four times a week. Um, March 2020, September 2020, she did bodyweight workouts as part of an online training group. Um, November 2020 to March 2020, she worked with a trainer three times a week, strength training, weights and bodyweight, and once a week boxing. Her nutrition history, IF, so intermittent fasting, all through 2020. Macro guided since January using my fitness pal. Her current training is five times a week with one cardio and four strength, uh, divided into upper and lower using free weights, machine, and body weight. Her current nutrition, she macro aware, okay, but not tracking since end of February, no alcohol for 60, 60 days. She eats relatively balanced meals three times a day, sometimes only twice because of work and she's not hungry. She says she's aware she could do with more plant and animal protein. She has just started to use a plant-based protein powder. She is allergic to milk. So her goal is weight loss. So she's, well, she was last weighed in at 65. She wants to be 56, build muscle and strength. Um, so she wants to be 56 kilos by the time she's 46, which is this September. Okay, so that that's six months. Um, so, okay, so that is like the number one goal. Everyone says they want to lose fat and build muscle. So <laughs> we wish, and it can happen, but it generally concentrate on one goal at a time. And since you want to weigh 56 kilos by September, fat loss will be your goal. Um, yeah, I would say there. Um, it's a very healthy. It's a very like the, the goal of losing what's that 10, 10 kg in six months. It's a very nice goal. Yeah, that's what I did. Three point uh, three point six pounds a month. I would I would only be worried. I would be worried though because I I I I did. I did, uh, I did find out what her predicted maintenance is, and that's 2,300. If you're eating two meals a day, ain't no way you're hitting 2,300 calories. Well, that's, that's the other bit I was going to say. It's a yeah. good goal, but intermittent yeah. fasting is... 
not the best. It's okay for longevity reasons and it's for good studies, but for building muscle, it is absolutely terrible. And even for um, keep, keeping things like your ghrelin and you know leptin levels, your, your hormones that control your hunger in check is actually quite bad because what happens is you suppress those and they rebound hard. Yeah. You get a lot hungrier later, so it becomes easy to overcompensate. And also, I just wanted to ask, yeah, like, like maybe, maybe she'll listen to the podcast. I hope, and she'll be able to answer. But why the number fifty-six kilos? What if you get your desired sort of physique at sixty kilos? Maybe you're stronger at sixty, you know? Because yeah, I don't it's think not completely different. I yeah, mean, yeah. Because muscle building doesn't work. Like you know, I'm ninety kilos, so I think I look good at eighty. Like it's 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 very. I guess genetically based, so you can't really. It's good to have weight targets, but I guess weight loss and uh, muscle building are a bit different. Because if it's weight loss, it's easy. You can drop, but yeah, I think. But yeah, and this is what people make mistake. I've said this on the podcast before. It's not about weight loss. It's about fat, fat loss, loss. And muscle retention. You want to keep muscle, you want to lose weight without losing muscle, so you need to just lose body fat. Now, and you're right, Leon, you know, weight isn't equal between muscle and fat. So you lose body fat, but you've gained muscle. Yeah. Your weight may not change on paper, but the way you look has changed huge. Yeah, it's... Uh, now, in six months, you can really almost keep your weight stable whilst losing all, yeah, a lot of body fat yeah. and gaining muscle. Because yeah, she seems like she's... Especially if you study it properly, she'll have a lot of newbie, newbie, sort of newbie, newbie gains because everything yeah. can be more structured, and you'll gain you'll gain a lot from just having certain structures put in place. So you will gain muscle while being in a sort of low deficit sort of maintenance zone. You'll you know if you start increasing, as we said in the previous case study, you start increasing, um, you know weight intensity in the gym, progressive overload, you bring these new factors into play, you know, your muscle will have a new stimulus. And that new stimulus will build muscle. And at the same time, you'll be burning more calories. Yeah. And I think um, also like uh, Clea said, for for her, she's doing IF. And uh, well, her calculated maintenance is 2,300 calories. And you're trying to, you know, build muscle, burn fat. There's, your, for her, she's. I doubt she's uh, recovering well, because that's way, way too low. Uh, Definitely not hitting protein targets. Oh, you're back. No, <laughs> I was just saying. Yeah, with yeah, that. It's, it's 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 very conflicted. The goals there. So I think, you know, you've got a good training base as well. You've trained yeah. throughout COVID. So well done. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, I think that's fabulous. And you have the skills to use my fitness pal. So I think because your goal is quite specific, I would go back to tracking properly. So first up, take the next week or the next 10 days, next two weeks, track everything and see where your actual maintenance is. If it is super low, you know, if it's 1500, you know, you, you know, your goal of fat loss might just have to wait. And I would spend time reverse dieting closer to your maintenance calories. And again, with 
following a very good structured strength and hypertrophy program, you will see some body recomposition mm -hmm. working in your favor there. So Definitely. it'll all depend on that starting point of, of where you're at. So if you're not doing IF for any other reason, then you know everyone just does it because, yeah. hey, yeah. it's cool. I would really reevaluate that. People think it's yeah. Yeah. People think it's a total weight loss magic bullet, but it really isn't. Yeah, yeah. it just, so, just makes you eat less. <laughs> yeah, so reevaluate why you're doing that. You know, breakfast is amazing. And if, you know, even when you are in a deficit, getting in protein consistently throughout the day is going to help you retain your muscle. Big time. So find where your maintenance is. If it's... I would say 1500 you're gonna have to spend time bringing it back up to maintenance um but yeah if you follow a good a good program you're not you're not you're not gonna gain fat well you're minimal minimal well um, if you're training training with the correct intensity again yeah you need to learn what that is if you're pushing yourself really hard in the gym you know your cal your your maintenance would be up there you're burning enough guys what happens is people have their calories, but actually they're not working hard enough to use those calories efficiently. Yeah, and mm -hmm. because you've you've highlighted you think you need more uh, protein, protein, so your protein is probably pretty low. Um, I mean, we're roughly about the same height. I, I have about 160 grams of protein a day. So you yeah. might want to work on that. So yeah, having a vegan protein powder is a good step. Um, the other thing I was going to bring up is she doesn't have weight because she says she's allergic to milk. Mm. Now, we talked about this in a food uh, intolerances one with Ashley. Mm -hmm. The fact is, have you actually been tested for that? Because mm -hmm. there's different parts of milk. So you've got lactose, which is the main one people are allergic to. But actually, if you have a, a whey isolate, there shouldn't be any lactose in a whey isolate powder. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, so if you can have yeah, a whey yeah. isolate, you should be fine if you're lactose intolerant. If you've got lactose intolerance issues, a whey isolate should still be fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, if you're yeah. allergic to whey itself, then that's, that's an issue. But, you know, yeah. and with avoid um, complete protein, like uh, complete sort of whey mix, one of those composite whey, it's got a bit of everything in Yeah. Yeah. They often have milk solids in there. But if you have a. An isolated uh, way, way isolate should be good. You probably should be fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And it's worth investing in a, a good quality one. Um, uh, so if you are, you track your calories and you're pretty close. Uh, you know, if you're at two thousand, that's okay. Um, then I would go into yeah into a deficit, and you know I would maybe start with. I usually start with cutting 400 calories um, and and then just, you know, see how your body responds from there. You know, track your body weight, see how you go with that. Um, and yeah, I mean, you, you can lose a decent amount of fat by September. Um, go, if you're going for that sort of half a kilo-ish per week, that's very sustainable. Um, you might want, you know, every five, six weeks, have a couple of refeed days to see how you feel. Um, and like Leon said, if you might, you might hit 
58 kilos and be like, hey, yeah, yeah this is nice. Yeah. Then, then that's great. Then reverse diet and maintain and carry on, um, you know, trying to build some muscle there. But yeah. Um, yeah, but also I'll stress again, if, if like Clea said, if you can't just, you know, change from that IF because there's a, there's a statement she says she never really feels hungry, so she doesn't eat, but she's training five times a week. And that's so. a sign of under eating mm-hmm. often yeah i would i would argue you know i always say we eat to fuel the workout you know the whole purpose of our meals is to have top gym performance mm-hmm. yeah, you, every time you step into the gym and lift the weights that should be your maximum effort and you need calories in to do that if you're missing meals and training yeah your performance you won't suffers. have the best training and you won't hit those goals and your, your muscles won't feel affected so you know it's, it's a case of eating for performance I would say mm. yeah and I mean her training split sounds pretty good you know yeah. two lower two yeah. upper one boxing yeah you that's know, actually good yeah, like boxing good. cardio yeah. fabulous yeah, yeah I wouldn't change that so maybe. just yeah but just right. make sure sorry that your your actual sessions yes. are quality that's you're good. not just I yeah. I don't know what it's like what, what did, did she say? did she say she's doing hang on it's that one uh, uh, maybe you could we'd probably need to know is it like a proper program that you're following or you just um, you're progressing are you actually progressing yeah because yeah. it'd be nice you to know, see you just do the same workout day in day out every week the same using the same weight you've never progressed to heavier weights I've yeah. seen this in gyms every time I've been to a commercial gym and same Fanny Pins I've seen the same people coming in picking up the same weights the same exercise, nothing ever changes, and their bodies never change because of that. They yeah. wonder why. Yeah, and also you find even maybe the the trainer helping them is also scared to you know give that extra yeah. push, so it becomes like um, I guess I've seen it written a lot of time. You end up working out rather than training, so uh, yeah, maybe it's yeah. different. <laughs> yeah, you're not there to socialize. If you want to socialize, there's better places in the gym. Yeah, yeah, like, like group classes. Yeah, we go to group classes, have fun, go to CrossFit, have fun. You know, that's, yeah. that's, you know, that's, that's enjoyable. Yeah, um, but... Because um, you're with people, but, you know, train, train, train. Yeah, no, well, she's, yeah, she's, 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 she sounds dedicated she's to her training. Yeah. yeah, she's just making sure, yeah. just making sure that she's progressing. She's not scared to add one kg or two kg to any weight, or yeah. 500 grams, or wherever it may be. Just to go, keep going and making delivery. Yeah, because her, her split is good. Do a lower upper box, maybe another lower upper, or even rest in between. It's a... See, this is what I'd, what I'd be worried about because boxing itself, if you're doing pad work, yeah, you one, need a. That burns a lot of calories. Now, if you're already in a very low calorie situation, mm-hmm. True. you're going to get yourself quite sick. Yeah. You know, as in, like, your body gets run down, you pick up injuries. You're not getting enough fuel in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like trying to drive a Ferrari on the thimble for the petrol. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I guess it, it depends on is it boxing or like boxer size? It's uh, you know, like is it another group session? Either, yeah. Either way, you just got to bear in mind the calories you are doing. I would say we, we don't use cardio to burn calories. Nope. Yeah, we control food to control calories. Cardio is used for keeping your health heart healthy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the metabolism. Yeah. And I mean, okay, you're 45, 46, you might be going through perimenopause or menopause. Um, 
but as we have said here before that you know that hormones yeah they might complicate the situation but it's not going to stop the the uh, fundamentals yeah. of fat loss so but yeah it's it's just good to to keep that in mind um and if you have been chronically under eating and you know overtraining you've got to work on you know your your hormone health as well and that is generally maintenance calories um so it's it's always i always it's great to have a physique goal but sometimes you've you know your health should come first you know if you're in your in your late 40s um you know focus on on that as well um and you know often by focusing on that you will get to your aesthetic goal anyway yeah yeah Yeah, so well anything else to add on that one no no i think um well well both yeah, of those just, ladies it's it's you know thank you so much for sending those in and yeah um if yeah if you ever want online trainers you can work with all three of us we I would know. love no, to just, help uh, you <laughs> it's uh, yeah. yeah very very like i think we've already, all all three of us in our heads we've already come up with like a program and well, there's like nothing, <laughs> I, I feel like we're so, all of us are so passionate about, yeah. you know, helping women to not be afraid of eating and getting strong because that will, like I just said, often get you to your physique goal, you know, without you focusing and, and sort of being... I love programming for women. You yeah. see you see changes quicker than men. Yeah, because yeah, often, as you said, under eating, under protein, combined with under training, where women can, you know, can take on a lot more volume. So you can see a massive change in a woman's physique in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And that's quite rewarding as a coach. Very. Yeah. And women are dedicated. True. Well, 100%. Once you so dedicated. Bath and stuff, they yeah. go for it. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, just, it just shows both these case studies are women. <laughs> Gents, yeah. you got your own plan going? What are you all doing? Yeah, let's hope the, the <laughs> next series we, we can get well, some. <laughs> well, I was trying to say on, on uh, my Instagram stories, it's like getting free coaching. Yeah. yeah. I, get, yeah. I, get, I, get, I get tapped up in my DMs by young guys who can't afford coaching, yeah. I get free advice. And I'm like, you know, look, just listen to the podcast. Yeah. You know, there's so much, there's hours and hours of content. You can listen to us back to back for days. Yeah, horrible, but... yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to like, uh, <laughs> but the podcast is amazing anytime I get questions like yeah what what should I do what supplement should I take what should I do to work on recovery I'm like episode. link 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 <laughs> like, yeah this is an episode where people you know, send us their case studies we do it more often but you basically get in free coaches giving you coaching advice yeah because you can come up with a good program just from the um, I guess you can make your own uh, notes and uh, follow them from just what we've, like the two ladies easily can just make their own notes and work on it. You know, and probably, you know, we'll, we'll touch base with them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. When, you know, just we'll, we'll key points out of the thing and say, this is the podcast, these are the key, yeah. key feedback. Um, and, you know, it's, you know, it's beneficial. If they want more, we can obviously tap us up, for, you know, for coaching inquiries. But generally, you know, it's yeah. You know, this is an opportunity for a lot of people. The guys are jumping on board with it as much as uh, ladies have. Um, yeah, I'm they sure. Obviously, the one guy you send the DMs with, which wasn't you know. Yeah. If you want to learn, be listening. You want to learn handstands. Just keep practicing handstands. Yeah. That's the easiest way. Any sort of biometric or 
I'm shocked there's no one, uh, you know, like with a like prep question or. Well, no, because the show's just been. I bet you if we'd done this one a month ago, there'd be people panicking about our prep. Oh, yeah, I see. tapping us in. Yeah. <laughs> I did see, you know, there's some great physiques at the last show. There's also some people that were under the back. Yeah. Or were flat because they, they didn't refeed properly or they, they ran themselves down quickly. Yeah. And they, they, it takes too long to refill back up. And you weren't, you know. Yeah, they a lot of guys did the same mistake I did first two shows over cardio. Just exactly. you, you run your you run your body flat, yeah. and you, it's almost impossible then to you yeah re- it's we re- feed the muscle and bounce back. Yeah, because uh, I mean you're not going to be able to fill up in three three no. to four days of a peak week. So if you if you've been running flat for months on end, oh, yeah. this isn't an excuse to refeed. It's an excuse to contr- come in slowly rather mm. than. Give yourself just eight weeks and try to bang calories down, increase cardio through the roof. Yeah. You're gonna flatten out if you're not careful. And then especially if you're someone like me who's an asymmetric fat holder, yeah. where you you know, the best people are people who hold fat across their body. Because as you lose weight, it goes from everywhere and you keep steady. For with someone like me is I hold it in just one place. Like my shoulders and chest would be super mean, but you know, I've got my lower abs are covered with a roll of body fat. You know? <laughs> but so with that you know, to lose that body fat, stubborn. So I have to almost shrink everything. So I have to come in, go into maintenance, go yeah, down again, you know. maintenance. But otherwise, everything else will just go flat, and I'll eventually lose that bit of body fat. But everything else is suffering. Yeah. Muscle, muscle mass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe when uh, you know the world is more open and more shows come, maybe, maybe we'll get guys. Yeah. Getting yeah. trying yeah, to girls, get that free yeah, advice. So, yeah. Well, I hope. Yeah. 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 No. 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 Yeah, and it is, you know, it's, it's disappointing because yeah, you gotta be careful who you take advice from. Yeah, yep, so. I think that's that's key. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, thanks again, ladies, for sending in those case studies, and I hope yes, I you. hope everyone has found this helpful. And if you like it, let us know because we can do more. Yeah, we we hope to do more. We hope probably to do more. be part of our series. So we're going to force it in and make it part of our podcast series yeah i always squeeze in a couple of these i think they're quite useful yeah, yeah. i've already made like a uh for guys interested in also the other case study there's if you just go to youtube playlist there's the case study series so click and uh it's click still the one of the most viewed and listened oh, to wow. so, okay well hopefully yeah. then this one will be with real people yeah and then well feel free to watch youtube i know we got more listeners <laughs> and viewers by quite a lot <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. Well, I hope everyone enjoys the rest of their Easter Sunday because we will be uploading this today. Oh, yeah. Well, enjoy okay. your uh, Easter hunt, uh, Andy, and your roast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah the roast we get, I'm just going to get the girls on, to get, get me all barbells out, some deadlifts and squats for <laughs> the girls, to earn clues, to earn chocolate. Oh, oh nice. nice. 
Nice, nice, nice. And some sprints. Okay. Sprinting. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. See you next. See you episode. next week.